Welcome to today's episode of Games Unbeaten number 6. I am your host Ralph and with me today is Paul. Hey everybody. How you doing today Paul? Uh, good man. Kind of getting over this uh, recent wave of heat uh, that we've had in Southern California. Now, we're, now, now we're cooling down. Yeah, finally. <laughs> I mean, I know it's summertime, but still, come on, take it easy, Earth, with your global warming. <laughs> so t- today's featured game is Sukoden or Suikoden, Sukoden One, or known in Japan as Genso Suikoden. Suikoden is an RPG released by Konami on the PlayStation in 1996 in the U.S. The game is loosely based on the Chinese classical novel Shui Hu Zuan which is translated to the water margin. This is the first Suikoden game in a series of five main titles and various spin-off projects under the Suikoden name. The games are known for their more mature storylines that revolve around such themes as politics, corruption, revolution, mystical crystals known as true runes, and 108 stars of destiny. Other than uh, the the eight star, 108 stars, that kind of sounds like the real world going on right now, right? Politics, corruption, revolution. The 108 stars of Destiny becomes a recurring theme. The game was produced and developed by Yoshitaka Murayama, and the music was scored by Miki Higashino. The game is a little harder to obtain physically, ranging in price on eBay or Amazon from 40 US dollars to 80 US dollars complete. It is currently available on the PlayStation Network for play across the PlayStation 3, PlayStation Portable, or PlayStation Vita for $5.99. There was a Suikoden 1 and 2 collection released for the PSP that was only available in Japan. You still work with me there, Pablo? Still good. Alright. <laughs> The game's graphics harken back to those of Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis RPGs from the generation prior. The music is some of the best mood-setting music on the console, and I would go as far as to say it rivals that of other Konami musical mainstays such as Castlevania. You begin the game as an unnamed protagonist, which in some novels or other resources like the manga is named Tyr McDole. You are the son of Teal McDole. One of the Scarlet Moon Empire's most decorated and celebrated generals. You start off the game trying to follow your father's footsteps becoming a member of the Scarlet Moon Empire's army. Uh, at the beginning of your quest, you leave. You set out with your house companions. I guess I'm a, I want to say they're like retainers to your family. I think you got like Gremio, Pawn, uh, Cleo, and Ted. And you set out and embark on a training mission because you're just a new recruit in the Empire, the Empire's army. So, during one of your training missions, you're, you come across an enemy, like a one of the bosses, like the first boss in the game. And he's a little more too powerful for you guys to deal with. And as you're about to die or be defeated by this monster, one of your companions, Ted, uses a power... Uh, at this point, it's an unknown power, which we later on find out is one of the, I think it's a soul eater, one of the true runes, one of the few true runes of the game. And, you know, he uses this power to defeat the boss. And, you know, once back in town, the general who was supposed to be chaperoning you guys uh, summons Ted's presence with the king because 
apparently some of these powers aren't being known to a lot of people or some people know about them some people don't and that's pretty much where the story takes off with a bunch of plot twists of betrayal of greed and you know just other things that we were talking about earlier that's tough Ralph. oh yeah so i mean do you do you kind of remember the first part of that like I mean, I'll be honest right now. Like, this is a game that I probably haven't played through to complete. I played through completion, but it's been a good. I probably beat this game what nineteen ninety nine. How about yourself? I'll go, Ralph. Well, yeah, I know. I I um I only played this game during the you know PS one era. So whenever this game came out, what what uh, did you say what year it was? Uh, nineteen ninety six. So ninety six. Crap, I was still yeah freshman in high school yeah i don't even think i had a playstation at that point <laughs> yeah, i'm trying to think of, of when this even in the life i must have played it um, around 99 or so because that's when i got my first playstation uh yeah. where i bottled out money so yeah I, I i played this years after it was already out even years maybe even after the second one was out yeah whenever the the second one came out um because i got this i remember in a bundle with the first and second one. Oh yeah so yeah, I played it then, and you know, I guess around the same time as you actually. Oh yeah. And yeah, this is one that yeah I never finished it. It uh, it escaped me uh, during that time, and, and uh, you know, we'll get into why later. But oh yeah. Yeah, it, it was. It's definitely uh, um, like I mean, you said uh, in the introduction. It's it it really reminded me of the RPGs of yesteryear. You know, with the uh, it's, it's sprite based and it's uh, you know, turn based and everything. Like, so. It looks like a uh, better Super Nintendo game. You know, yeah. a lot oh. of those. Especially with the way that the, the sprites are drawn out and everything. Yeah, and the way they're animated, it's, it's really uh, it's definitely a step in 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 uh, in you know the better direction as opposed to them that era. So it's uh, definitely uh, you know, it's a product of its time. Oh yeah, you could say. <laughs> and you know, as with most role-playing games, you explore. You know, going back to like the description or kind of like the intro of this game. As with most role-playing games, you explore a large overworld map with locations that include towns, caves, forests, and you know other various locations, just to name a few. Uh, enemies attack you in random battles, which was commonplace in most RPGs, RPGs during this era. Uh, the battle engine is unique, in which your party consists with up to six characters in either front or back row formation. Your actions are selected at the beginning of the turn and executed all at once once your final command is selected. Um, characters are either tailored for short range, medium range, or long range. So you have to set up your party accordingly. So I don't know if you remember like certain characters when they be in your team, they they have like a an S next to their name or an L yep. or an M. So that means they can do both. You know, depending mm -hmm. on where you place them, which was kind of funny because I think at certain points of the game. You got players out of players left your team or characters left your team. Some entered, but you didn't get to pick where they went. And sometimes you get a character that's stuck in the back that can only short range attack. And it was like, damn, it's a waste. Yeah. One of the, the shortcomings of this game. Um, yeah, yeah. And then also certain characters could combo attack with other characters. So you would get like Gremio and Pawn, which are like your two protectors. They'd have like a combination attack with each other. Your character, Tyr, Tyr. He had a mentor. It was like a kendo fighting mentor. And if you had him on team, you would do like a master pupil attack together. So it was always interesting. I think there was even one where I think if you get five or four of the blacksmiths all together, they'll do an attack where they, you know, they do a, a crazy amount of damage. <laughs> That's cool. And so the, the premise of the 108 stars of destiny pretty much is this game's version of Pokemon. 
So 108 stars of destinies. Oh, you know, I always got to bring it back. It's got to go first. It's not a. It's not a uh-huh. Blue Nintendo until Ralph talks about Pokemon. Um, so the you know in this game 108 stars pretty much has as the theme about you recruiting 108 people to your cause. So you know you tr- you traverse the world recruiting 108 members to join your army in this game. Um, even though you obtain 108 characters, from my memory, only about 60% of them are playable in battles. You know, and during uh, during the game, if there's a certain point in the game, you you will get a base of operations, a, a castle of sorts. I would say without trying to spoil the game too much. And each of the characters that you add to your castle, each brings something different. Like you get a you get a guy that that makes a bathhouse in your castle, or you get a chef. Who makes a kitchen or you get an innkeeper a shopkeeper and just different okay. things um that you know kind of gave this gave this like a sense of accomplishment when you went out and picked up all 108 characters yep. it wasn't just picking up 108 random ass pokemon it was like these people actually added yep. things that you know you would progress the game you know yep. and and during the parts of the game uh, the the theme of the game was like a lot of it was like war between an empire and you would actually have large field battles with armies. I don't know if you remember that far in the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I during my recollection of it, yeah, I they're like these little ant looking uh, characters, like yeah. r- running around and screaming. They're like, la, la, la. <laughs> and they would fight, and then like the other character, you know, you'd you'd be fighting another army. And it's like your little guys are all like running around screaming and like the other guy, other generals will give you a command. And it's like, well, okay. So during these battles, it's pretty much like a, a little bit of a rock, paper, scissor mechanic. So you'd have like, you'd have charge attack, you'd have magic attack, and you'd have bow attack, which was like a range. So it was like uh, charge attack, beat bow attack, magic attack, beat charge attack and you know vice, you know whatever the paper rock scissors formula formula is right then so certain things and then you'd also have like abilities where you could send a ninja to their team and then be like oh, okay what it, it would give you like their tactics like oh they're about to use the charge attacks and then you would go out and use magic and then wipe out like 90 percent of the army there Damn. and but the only thing about the only thing about these battles is if you chose poorly and you had one of your 808 stars of destiny they would actually die Ralph? What happened? Permadeath. You permadeath. Mean? Perma permadeath What's before that? permadeath was a was a thing. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know that was one of the one of the first times that you'd actually play through a game and get attached to a character and then lose them in an instant. They die. And they're gone. Yep. And then apart from the the regular battles and the big army duels, I mean the army battles, battlefield battles. I don't even know what they call it. But aside from that, there was also uh, a mechanic called the duel. So certain characters, like certain generals, would have a duel. You'd have like a one-on-one duel. Yeah. And, you know, at one point in the game, without getting... Ah, fuck it. We can go into spoilers. This game's what? It's fine. Yeah. A long time ago. So at one point in the game, you have Pawn fighting your dad. One of your guys, his name's Pawn. Hmm. And he's fighting your dad in a battle. Well, this battle, you... I, at the time of playing it, I lost. I didn't know you could actually beat him. I didn't know there was a a way to beat him. And if you beat him, that was one of the things that would. Well, I mean, I'll get into that one later when we talk about like what stopped us from playing it or why. I mean, actually, I did complete this game. I didn't complete it. I didn't hundred percent it, but I did complete it. So we'll, we'll remember that when we go back into it. But there's like duels okay. in the game where it was like another version of rock paper scissors, where like you're yeah. going one on one. The guy's gonna be like. 
oh, I'm about to chop your head off, and that means he's going to do a desperation attack, and then you do, like, a defense, and yeah, then, like, your character. Cool. Yeah, so there's your hint. So I guess that, that, that sums it up for our, our little backstory on the game. So, you know, today on this the sixth episode of Games and Bean, we're going to try a little bit different of what we normally go. And we're both going to share our experiences together. So, Paul, I'm going to go with, go with you first, and then I'll, I'll, I'll retort my answer afterwards. So, I mean, we kind of covered this earlier, but you're, the first time you played Sakodin, do you remember, was it during, like, its first life cycle on the system, most likely? Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I first played it, obviously, on the system it was made for, which is the, you know, PS1. Um, I said, yeah, I, I got it in a bundle. And... Um, so yeah, you know, I took it home and because I had, you know, I think I'm not sure if it, at this point you had already beaten it, but um, I know you were playing it, and uh, we had another friend um, Isaac that was really heavily into the series. So I'm like, crap, you know, I gotta get into this. You know, I gotta, I gotta see what all the fuss is about. Cause you know, then it's like, you know, you want to play what your friends are playing. You want to know, you know, what they're talking about, and and you want to hear their opinions on it, and even talk like strategy. You know, like, hey, how did you beat this guy? Because, you know, there wasn't really internet back then. You know, or, or, or even, like, we didn't have cell phones. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So all, all, the only time we talked to each other was at school, you know, or on the weekend. or on the phone or something. So, you know, yeah, I, I, I wanted to jump on that. and So, yeah, I, I, I played it around, I, I want to say, like, it's around 99 or so. And, um, like, I remember enjoying it and, and having, the, you know... I got into the story because it is a pretty neat little story. It, it's not really one that, that, you know, in a typical RPG, it's like you're, you know, a, a kid in a small village that's tasked with saving the world or something. You know, mm -hmm. this is a little different. You're, you know, it's political intrigue and it's, and it's, uh, you know, you're dealing with kings and and and, and towns and and you know just these major battles that are kind of really not, not wasn't really the norm at yeah. that point. So um. So yeah, so it was cool, and like I said, I had a good time, and I even remember, you know, thinking like, man, this is, you know, like I said, the next step in like what a, a you feel like an RPG would be, because I think this is even before I played like Final Fantasy, you know, before it got all 3D and stuff. Like Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was, you know, kind of, whoa, this is, you know, this is cool. I like it. I, I'm still a fan of like the sprite-based stuff, you know. Uh huh. So it, you know, just maybe because it takes me back to around that time. So just to seeing how how well it you know um, how well it was animated and you know the sound effects when it came to everything and it, it was cool and it, it still felt like a you know a game of of uh, of not that long ago but they you know it was, it was a mix between modern and, and yeah you know, retro in a sense. Well, so that so that kind of ties in with me. So yeah, I played it probably around the same time you did. Um, I felt like this game was one of those transitional. This was between your Final Fantasy 6 and Final Fantasy 7. This is where we, you know, this was 16-bit RPGs hanging out for one last grasp. <laughs> right. And I enjoyed it. I remember, I think, I might, I don't think I got the game at launch. I believe I must have rented it first. And oh, I took okay. a chance on it. I remember seeing that really, that bunk box art on there. Like that, we were, I think we were talking prior to this, the Mega Man, the bad box art Mega Man box art yeah. on this because, you know, you pick up the game, you look at the cover, and you're like, oh, I mean, come on, it looks like one of them bargain bin. I mean, yeah, granted, I did yeah. buy it in the bargain bin. It's not no bargain bin now, but yeah, right. uh, it yeah, looks like... like a fantasy novel of yeah. you know. Nothing short of having Fabio on the cover and it being really bad. Right. 
but yeah so you know judging a book by cover if you looked at this box art you would have been like no and i think that's how i took a chance on it because i rented it the first time yeah or as we called it su coden you know even though it's su e coden but yeah i mean yeah it was a weird ass name like we were like huh and but i mean i i i don't regret it i I fell in love with the game the moment you started up and you got in those first battles and I mean, for me, um, like we always talk about, we always joke around how I like Pokemon games, but I think it's that itch to collect things, and in this game, it scratches that itch where, you know, you're going out collecting 180 characters, and, you know, doing the whole RPG mechanic plus collecting things, it was real fun, and then the fact that you would see the characters that you would recruit in your party would actually make a visible impact on your base of operations, that I thought was cool, it was like, oh, cool, let me go, you know, you start off your, your castle, and it looks like a rundown. It looks like a cave, a mountainous cave on a, on an island. But little by little, you start upgrading. You get a port. You get an inn. You get a kitchen. You get this. And I thought I just thought that was really cool. By the end of the game, it's like a full-on castle. So you know, going you know, going on, proceeding on to the next question. Um, when was the last time you've played or attempted to play through Suicoden? Yeah, the last time I played this actually was uh, about a month and a half ago, I think. It was actually on sale on the PSN. All all of them were. The the first four games, at least, were on sale on PSN digitally. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to, you know, I want to grab these because it's, you know, one of those series where I have, I only have the first two. I never got three or four. Um, So it's like, well, you know, I'll get my, my one and two digitally so that way I can put my physical games away forever seal them up you know keep them safe and um and i never played three or fours so i might as well you know have them there so if i ever finish these games i can go ahead and you know I'll, they'll be there ready for me i don't have to track down like a, a ps2 copy you know or or make sure my console is hooked up mm-hmm. so um so yeah I, I i got them and i i'm like okay i want to play part one again you know i want to i want to try and finish it this time so uh I'm kind of going back into like uh, another question, but so it was, yeah, around, I say like a month and a half ago, I started it up again and, uh, you know, and I had a kind of a bad experience with it, not with the game itself, but to me, like this game, like nowadays, you know, it's hard to, to get any TV time for yourself, mm-hmm. um, you know, kids and, and lady and work and all that stuff. So I'm like, you know what, I, this game feels like a real, a perfect, uh, portable game. So I busted out my old PSP, um, because my Vita is is kind of dead on me right now. It, it doesn't turn on. So okay, my P, my my PSP still works. So I fired it up. I transferred it over using the uh, you know USB cable on my PS3. It's like all right, cool. So for some reason my my PSP maybe just because it's an old system, it kept like uh, freezing on me where I had to like restart it or even remove the battery. So I'm like, huh, that's you know it's strange. So I uh, I was like, okay, I just I was like whatever, I'll I'll just deal with it. So I'm playing the game and and I started like getting into it again. You know, I'm like, wow, man, I forgot how, you know how good this game was and the story and everything and how well it's written. So I'm playing it and I'm starting to grind a lot. And uh, so I got about maybe I want to say um, maybe like two or three hours into it. Um, and I was again like grinding like heck and and I actually got past the very first like major boss of the game, which is like that dragon in the castle mm-hmm. that you eventually take over. Oh yeah, that's really that's that's a good chunk of the game. Yeah, you know, so I was like, cool, I'm, I'm getting into it this time. You know, maybe I'll keep going. Maybe I'll beat it this time. 
So I do it and I, I beat the uh, the boss. Uh, you know, I'm constant and I'm saving like crazy too. You know, I'm saving my game because I don't want to lose anything. Mm-hmm. So I, I finally take over the uh, the castle, and then my PSP like freezes again. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. So I go to reset it, and I start the game up again, and it's like at least like three or four hours the save from before. Like I never saved any of my progress. Oh no! So it's like, oh, man. So dude, I was like so defeated. You know, I'm like I just wasted all that time. I really don't want to do it again, and I haven't picked it up since. I kind of just like put away my PSP in disgust and like it's out of my sight. So I'm like, oh man. So I'm like, and I'm thinking like, well, I may, might as well either get like a, another Vita and try it again on that, or just go ahead and play it on the uh, on the PS3 full time. Oh man, you depressed me again, Ralph. How many you kept that story? <laughs> I brought back some bad memories. Man, sure did. Open up some old ones. So yeah, so that's the last time I played it. <laughs> so so for me, I think I can recall the last time I actually played this game was when it re-released on the PSN for the first time. Mm-hmm. I think I remember I was signing it. It was like, oh, it was an announcement. Oh, P- you know, Sui Coden. I don't remember. So I think Sui Coden 2 came out a few, uh, maybe even a year or two later after this one did. Okay. But the, I picked it up right away on, on the PSN, loaded on my PSP, and I think I got out as far as maybe 20 minutes in the game. Oh, dang. <laughs> but that's only for my re-release. So I did complete it the first time on my first playthrough on PlayStation. Okay. So I played the game through, but what happened was shortly after I got into part two, I found out that, you know, two of the characters in the game that die can actually be saved. And one of them, you know, it goes back to that duel. So one of them is you lose a character named Gremio. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, he's like, it, yeah, he's like, you know, it's a real sad scene. You know, he dies. There's that Gremmeitscher Munich or whatever guy, the one guy with the roses. Yeah. And he dies in the game. He he sacrifices himself to save you, and he dies real somber, somber scene in the game. Uh, and it, so you lose him, and you know I just played the game like nothing. I was like, okay, maybe as a character you had you had to lose along the way. Uh-huh. Well, it turns out that you can bring him back because mm-hmm. what happens is during the duel with your father, Pawn actually wants to fight your father for you in your place, mm-hmm. and it. You know, you fight him, and it feels like it's almost an overwhelming. Like he messes you up, and well, it turns out that if you were to read his dialogue, and I didn't know there was a guide for it at the time because I was what a dumb little seventeen, sixteen-year-old at the point. Uh, it turns out that if you follow the guide on his words that he says, you could actually beat him. It would be barely, but you would beat him and keep Pawn in the game because Pawn dies if you if you lose there, he dies, and you're gotten you're done. Well, it turns out if you keep Pawn alive at the end of the game, again, they make a comment, well, we have the 107 stars. You know, if it was really the 108 stars of Destiny, where is Gremio? And then I guess one of the witches grants, you know, says, like, you're right. You know, let me, you know, and she brings him back because, and you'll get the true ending of the game. So when I found that out, and I was like halfway through Sakodin 2, which will have to be another Games and Being one day. Uh, in Sakoda 2, I stopped halfway through that game because I was like, ah, oh, shit, I'm going to go back and play Sakoda 1 because I want to have 100% in Sakoda 2. So, I, you know, I did complete it, but I never did go back and rebeat the game to get all 108 stars of Destiny. Damn. So that has eluded me this whole time. So I don't, I mean, I, yeah, it's been beaten for me, but it's not completed, I guess you could say. If that was me, like, yeah, I would have I would just been like, eh, whatever. You know, it's like I, I already sunk all this time into it. Might as well keep going. But that's like, Just, uh, like beat the ending. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I did beat the game, so I was happy with that. But I, like I said, yeah. in part two, I think 
that was one of the ways that you can get tier into Coden 2. So tier, you know, I guess you had to have the, the true ending in order to get the main character from Sakoden 1 into Sakoden 2. So I was like, oh man, I'm gonna miss this character. That's like going that's like getting all hundred and forty nine Pokemon, not getting all hundred and fifty of them. You know, I know there's like hundred and fifty one, but I'm just saying in I'm just saying in layman speak so that you can understand it. Right. You, you probably still think that there's only hundred and fifty Pokemon, huh? There's, there's not. There's more. <laughs> yeah, there is. Damn. So yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like yeah, real completion of stuff. And that's, yeah, and it was just like, like an itch. It's yeah. like I don't know. Like if that was that. Like I said, that was me playing part two. I just been like, ah, screw it. Well, I know, I know. I it was this because it was like, well, maybe I because then I think in my head we'll put what the seed was planning was. Well, maybe I didn't get the right ending. Maybe I don't know what you know. Maybe I'm not really gonna enjoy part two if I can't have tear in my team. Oh boy. What if? What if? What ifs? You know. Yeah, I mean that's what I don't know. Like I, to me nowadays, it's you know very much. Uh, if there's something I missed or or something I want to see that I couldn't get through my first playthrough, I'll just look it up on YouTube. I'll just instead of playing the game again or something, because you know back in the day that's all you had to play. Yeah. So you would you would make the time to either replay it all again, you know, or uh, or start it all over. And to make sure you get that completion of stuff, but yeah, nowadays it's just like uh, now it's, it's just uh, like you rush through it and hurry up and get that ending. Yeah, watch some credits and go on. Yeah, yeah. So you're done. You're done. And I'm done. And, you know, I, I would consider that beaten because you know you did beat it. It's just you, you you got a different ending. It's like oh well, what are you gonna do? So going back to you, since I you know I've completed this game, and I guess I can skip the whole what stopped me from beating or how far I got in this game. Um, the yeah. furthest you got in the game was that part of the castle, then, or prior on the PSP. Was that the furthest you've ever gotten while on playing the PSP, this game? Yeah, that, that's how far I got on the PSP. And the PS One version, I remember I got much farther. Okay, I, think I might have even gotten. Man, I, like you when you saying that that part where you fought your father, I think I want to say I might have been close to that because I remember talking to you guys about it back then. Um, because yeah, I do remember doing the one-on-one duels, and mm -hmm. I, that was one of the things where I'm like, "How do you beat him?" Because I kept dying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially when we fight the general, like he messes yeah. you up. Yeah, and it's like you're supposed to like. I remember uh, our buddy Isaac be like, "Okay, you have to read the clues," because he says mm -hmm. like, "Okay, now I shall strike you or something." So that's where you know the block or, or dodge. But then like he would throw just like a random one out, like prepared die. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> you know. Yeah, wait. Like oh man, so yeah, I kept dying, and then. Yeah, I was like, man, I couldn't get past that part. But I, I remember, I think eventually getting through a couple of them, and even the uh, the strategic battles were were kind of were tough at times. Oh yeah. Because I, I think I, I think back then I, I might have been the same way. I was just like, I just want to get through it. So I didn't really grind. I didn't really level up a lot of my guys. So I, to me, like it made it a little bit harder. Like I, I've read that this is like one of the easier RPGs out there, and and playing through again and grinding and kind of leveling up a lot. It like, oh yeah, now. It, you know, once you oh yeah, there's up, a get stronger. Yeah, I think there's a spot in the beginning game where you can actually break the game and over level your guys super early. Oh really? Yeah, I saw. I was just watching when I was doing the research for this. I was like, "What? This uh, guy like gained like forty levels in one battle, and he was still he hadn't even no gone anywhere in, in the game." I was like, "What?" Damn, I gotta do that next time I play. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up too. Cause I, I do not mind doing that. But <laughs> so yeah, I know, so yeah, I know I know I got a lot farther. I I, mean, I wish I could remember then. Like I said, like I don't, you know, I don't have any of my PS One memory cards anymore. Like I don't know what happened to them. I have my system, but for some reason the memory cards just aren't around. I, I have no idea where they are. So it's like I would love to fire it up and find out, you know, exactly how many where hours I got into the game and, and where I was. Revisit. 
So, so you, you, haven't, you haven't back? You never backed up any of your PlayStation One memory cards then? Not that I remember. No, I, I remember doing it with the PS Two. Yeah, I got them all backed up. The, the PS Three. Um, it came with, well, no, you got to buy the memory card reader uh-huh. for the PS2 games. So, yeah, I backed up all my PS2 uh, saves. And I still have all my memory cards, which is, you know, fine. They still work and everything. But, yeah, but it's yeah, good to have a backup. Back it up. But, yeah, so I never did that with the PS1. And, I'd, yeah, like I said, I have no idea where they are. So, like, I couldn't. It's all only going off of memory how far I got. And it had to have been, I want to say, maybe halfway through. Because I, I did put a lot of time into it. Well, fun fact about this game, like, I think I we didn't have the internet at home, but I think this was one of the first games I was in, like, the library at school, and I printed out, like, an FAQ on, like, how to get all 108 stars in the game, all 108 characters, and I remember sitting there printing that out and, like, waiting for it, like, trying to, like, be all covert ops, ops <laughs> pulling it out of the printer, and I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, going to good old game FAQs. Good old game facts, yeah. Gonna get that going. Okay. So, uh, barring... I guess that goes to, you know, covers that oh, what stopped you from being in the game because your PSP died on you. And then, so what do you, from recollect, recollection of going back during the earlier days, what do you think stopped you from being Sakodin on the PlayStation? Um, I think what stopped me from beating it, I think... You're like Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, it might have been that, yeah. <laughs> I, well, it's just like, like every other game that I haven't beaten. I just started something else or just something took, you know, more of my time up and then it just kind of gets kept getting pushed back back down to the backlog and it's just like eventually it becomes one of those things where it's like man i kind of forgot what happened you know or, or i might get lost in the story i don't know who's who now like where was i left off so it's just one of those ones that you know you just kind of let go for too long and it's just it's done and you feel like it's probably better just to start all over again but then you get conflicted because it's like oh man i have like 40 hours into this game I really want to do that again because you know once you start playing it again you're like oh yeah i remember that yeah or like, yeah i remember this now you know so it's just it was just one of those ones where yeah it just kind of got away from me and and it wasn't because uh i didn't like it i don't even remember it was because i got stuck i think it was just yeah I, I something else came notes. up in a way and yeah i just it just got away from me way too much something it was too far it's like that meme where like that it's like guy and his girlfriend turn around looking at the girl walking past it yeah, was like you yeah. and Sakoda and then like Final yeah. Fantasy Seven or Final Fantasy Eight came walking by and you were right. gone. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was, I was ready to betray them. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, so it, what about you? You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. You're usually playing your so, uh, part two. So, so going yeah. back to playing it, like I said, it's, yeah. it's that you know, I'm, I hope I would like to. I mean, you know, instead of for me, it's like, what would it take for me to revisit the game? Uh, it already has the perfect recipe for me to get back into it because I have a PSP Go and a PSP Vita, and I have it on both systems. So it's just a matter of putting it on the, you know, raising its priority on my backlog and yep. trying to get through it. And you know, every time we do these shows, it makes it gets me all fired up because right now I'm playing Persona Four because we talked about Persona Five. So I'm yep. hoping I lo- I fired it up today. And was messing around in it for a good twenty minutes, and I was like, "Man, I I, I remember enjoying this game. The, everything from the music to like the battle engine to the graphics. It's just it's just a fun total package, and it reminds me of being back in nineteen ninety six again. You know, when we we're all talking about yeah. this game, the graphics are amazing. The, you know, it still holds up well, at least in my eyes, because I like stuff like this. I like graphics like that. I'm not all for the flashy. Like I would. I would rather sit down and play this than a Final Fantasy 15. Like if I had to pick one or two to play, I was like, I'm gonna go with Sakodin. <laughs> yeah. Now for you, what would it take for you to revisit this game? 
Uh, for me, I think a working handheld, first of all, <laughs> would be great. And then I think, I don't know, just maybe just more, I don't know, time. You know, this might be actually a good game to play, like, at work, you know, on your lunch break or something. Oh, yeah, little chunks. Catch up away. Yeah, at it a little bit. Um, because, you know, like I said, it's hard to, to play, uh, you know, any game at home, really. But mm-hmm. then going back to playing one that's, you know, 50 hours long, however long it takes, you know what I mean? So it could be a grind, considering you have to grind, in a sense, you know? Yeah. So I feel like this might be a, a much better portable game. So I, I think yeah, eventually I'll just grab another Vita or, or something and, and be able to, to play this on the go. and Or even just, you know, play in bed or something. So I think that this would be a good, a good little uh, before... Before going to sleep, you know, grind an hour or so, and you'll be good to go. And, you know, you'll be done with it before you know it. Because I, I feel like I was on my way already doing that this last playthrough. Yeah, so seriously. I, like, I was surprised. When you said you got to that part of the game, I was like, there's no way. Like, how, how do you stop? Like, yeah. you had to have yeah, some yeah. momentum get, just to get to that point yeah, in the game. Totally, yeah. And instead, I, I grind the heck out of it, too. Like, I, I, especially in that little area. Because, you know, the, in every RPG, you find the town that's, you know off the world map and then that's where you grind you know you run mm-hmm. around the outside you get into 10 fights or whatever you're getting low on health run back sleep at the end good to go again and then you just it's a you know a cycle i just do that over and over again so you know that's what i was doing and man I, I i leveled up a lot and i even had like very little trouble with that boss in the castle and then you know i'm like well man i wiped the floor with him cool i'm on my way and then man you're you're already looking at sakodin too you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna head on at sakodin too next yeah exactly and that's (laughs) the thing too it's like man i have them all lined up you know they're they're ready to go one two three and four ready ready to play and it's just like oh man so like i said it really defeated me when that happened i just the steam just kind of just let all out at that point deflated your sales yeah exactly so now i'm just like man so i'm gonna like i said i i think i just need to fire it up and kind of I don't know. Uh, maybe try and figure a way to uh, a way to make my PSP work a little better. So, so yeah, so, that that would get me to going. What about you? Would you ever play it again? Yeah, I, I'm gonna after playing it today, like in the research for the show, it's got me fired up for some more. Um, I'm not sure how how far down my queue I'm gonna put it, but I do. I mean, I I want to say. Maybe three or four games down, I am gonna try to dive back in and replay it. I'm looking. Sorry, excuse me. Did you ever get uh, three or four? So I, this is. I think I own four and five. Oh, okay. I don't have four three. I know I'm missing one of them. Oh, okay. So like we said, this is like you know this is the first game in a five part series. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at it right now. It says Sakodin. It says it Sakodin one and Sakodin two are both playable on the PS3, PSP, and PS Vita. All three of them. Okay. That's weird. Oh, okay. Oh, well, the oh, two, the first two. Sorry. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, you know, I will probably revisit this on the PSP oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and play it, or maybe even a modified PlayStation Classic. Oh, right on. So I am looking forward to trying to get it back into this game again. I don't know how far down my my queue yeah, yeah. it's gonna go. Um, you know, I you know, do you have any other last thoughts? Because I think that pretty much covers both of our experiences. Do you have any other memories of the game that you want to share um, that you that stand out to you when you think of Sui Koden? Uh, no, I guess it, it's it's like we were talking earlier how like man, this you know, back then we we kind of both got this game not knowing that it's going to be a uh, you know kind of like one of those rare games in the, like in the a, gaming world, a cult classic. Yeah, you know, and, and nowadays, like I said, it's kind of, it's tough to find, 
you know, complete copies that aren't going to burn your wallet a hole. You know? mm-hmm. Well, I so mean, it, the first one is 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 yeah. pittance compared to part two, but you know, oh, part two, yeah, it's crazy how <laughs> that one like shot up in value. Um, so it, it's definitely like uh, you know a little gem in my collection, and yeah, I, I you know it's, it's obviously beloved for a reason, and it's like I would love to to finally figure out the story, and even I know like characters from the first two are in three four or five or or at least make like a sure, yeah so they all uh, take place in the same world yeah so i you know i like that you know you're familiar with a character and I'm like hey look here he is again you know years later or something so it's it's pretty cool that they they do that it's not like final fantasy where each game's its own thing you know so it's cool that it's all like in one shared universe oh yeah so it's definitely a, a series that i would love to to get through like i day. think victor's sword is like the five star dragon sword or something like that and that's uh, a recurring sword throughout the series okay. of the games. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, cool. and you know, one of my favorite, one of my the most memorable things for me about this game, and it's funny because it not, doesn't have anything. I mean, it's not it doesn't have anything to do with Sakodin. Was in Metal Gear Solid. Oh, okay. So when you fight Psycho Mantis, if you have a save file in your memory card, Psycho Mantis will read your memory card and he'll be like, "Oh, so I see you like Sui Koden." And I remember I like lost my shit. I was like, "What the hell?" Like he's reading my mind. I think I picked up my PlayStation, threw out the wall, ran out the house, was screaming bloody murder. But no, it was one of the funniest things because depending on what save files of Konami games, you could either have him say Castlevania or Sui Koden. So I think a lot of a lot of my friends had the Castlevania Symphony of Night save on there, and then I had the Sui Koden. So he was like Sui Koden, and the way he said it. Because I think we all called it Sukoden, Sukoden, yeah. like there's no I. But the way he said it, I was like, oh my god, now I know how to say it. And then it was like, oh, that's a trip oh, that Sui Koden. Cool. So Psychomantis, thank you oh, yeah. for showing me how to how to uh, pr- pronounce Sui Koden. Man, so I'm looking up Sukoden uh, Five real quick on eBay, and it's that's a pricey one. Yeah, and how much is it going for? The top one I found is for 150 for a complete version. As of july 14th 2020 yeah and then i'm seeing others that are like 90 this one's at 51 it's got four days left so man yeah i hope they i don't know if that one's available digitally because i am not paying these prices <laughs> <laughs> if that if that you're just gonna end sakodin at sakodin 2 or whatever you can yeah, get on like, psn uh, forge last game uh, <laughs> done Damn. so i guess that wraps it up for our experiences on the game uh, I like to usually put little interesting facts, little tidbits, little nuggets of information for you guys. Um, we're not going to fall. I, I did write these down in order, Paul, so I don't mean to throw you off. But, uh, you know, I want to add the one that you just said recently, right before we started the show. But you said you didn't realize that the game was released on Windows and Sega Saturn. Yeah, I didn't Yeah, I didn't know it at all that he was even... Because, you know, if you think about it, obviously that is around the Sega Saturn time. Yeah. So that's uh, oh, that's surprising. And then even Windows, it's like, was that only? Yeah, because there wasn't really Steam back then. So no, uh, its own PC game. That's crazy. The, yeah, fact, no the, the fact that it was released, like, I mean, I I do remember hearing about the the Saturn version. So mm-hmm. that'll that'll lead into this tidbit right here. So in the Sega Saturn version of Suicoden One, the pirates Angie, Leonardo, and Kanak kidnap one of the girls in the liberation army this part of the story was not present in the playstation but instead tyr and taiho challenged the pirates directly in their hideout so that was interesting like i didn't know that that was a, a difference in the game yeah yeah that's cool 
So I don't know if it was like, hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna toss a bone to That's to right. Sega, and make it a little different on theirs, because I I do know that, and you know, Konami and Sega did have a pretty good relationship during the Sega Saturn times. That's why the Saturn version of Castlevania Symphony of Night did have extra content that we never got in any version on PlayStation. Eventually, for the PS One, like what? in different releases. Wait, one more time. Now you cut out really quick. <laughs> I just that would I wonder like if if they even made those for the PS1 version of Castle of Castlevania, or either that or Sakodin. No, right? no, we never. Yeah. It's all stayed exclusive to Sega Saturn. Wow, to this day. Huh? To this day. So yeah, if you want to see that content, yeah. you're gonna have to you're gonna have to find a a ja and I believe that was only released in Japan too. So we never got that over here. Can you imagine trying to find no, that. What if they make a a Sega Saturn classic? Maybe they'll throw it on there. Yeah. Right. We'll get like Clockwork Night or something like that. Oh man! Some random ass Saturn games. Ooh, I mean, this is being another topic, but they make a Sega Saturn classic and they put the Saturn version of Shenmue on there. Oh man! Ooh, okay. That would probably sell, honestly. (laughs) People want to see that. All broken and shit. So back. So back to to more morsels and tidbits. Uh, In the Sakodin series, there are no TVs, computers. Mobile phones, cars, and etc. But they've already invented a robot and have had cloning done. So I think there's a character that was a clone in the game. I don't believe he was in Sakodan 1 though. So this is just a funny little tidbit that, you know, they were pretty advanced, but, you know, they weren't technologically advanced. Uh, that's cool. It's like uh, they, they, they were in some aspects, but not all. Yeah. And then the, the name Sakodan means water margin which was a Chinese novel that we had talked about earlier that had to do a lot the same thing about the 108 stars of destiny. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I guess Sui Koden was a unique name. I always thought that was just like Sukoden, but yeah. Huh. And then for... Uh, I still call it that. I yeah, think. yeah. And for the last bit of tidbit, and this is one of my favorites because, you know, I always talk about video game music and I'm like a huge proponent that video game music is music. Uh, Sakodan one composer Miki Higashino Miki I want to say her name right because she deserves the credit Miki Higashino is also responsible for some of the most well-known soundtracks from beloved Cap uh, Konami games that include Gradius the Ninja Turtles arcade game and Contra 3 to name a few like how 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 diverse are you that you were able to soundtrack some of our most favorite games yeah, growing up? Coding the Ninja Turtles, it's crazy. exactly. Like we were we we're playing intros in our arcade, loving that game, and yet this woman created the soundtrack to Sukoden and to Gradius. You know, just to name a few games. And I mean, Contra Three. Like this, it's like how talented and how well varied are you? But you know, that's a whole other subject right there because you can go on a lot of these, like the Yoko Shimomura. And different composers, it's like they kind of stumbled into the video game composing right. industry. But man, like, whew, some of the most memorable music that we, you know, we grew up that we don't even know That's came cool. from this woman. Where is she now, Ralph? I don't. You know what? I haven't. I I should look that up before we even did this to like pay her some homage. Mm-hmm. But uh, from from what I know, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up really quick as, as I am as we're talking right now. Sorry for a little pause. 
where did she leave off at so what is her what is she at so she is best known for the so Sakodin is her best known series but you know you go along you go along with her looks like her last game was a pop and music adventure in 2007 so but she covers games like salamander life force uh ye are kung fu and you know the double dribble the playoff oh. edition which i believe was the arcade version of double dribble <laughs> and then her last game was a pop and music game and 10,000 bullets which was a playstation 2 game released by taito oh, there you go. Wow. Huh. so interesting Oh, she, got, she got going a little bit. Oh, yeah. That's cool. So, I guess that's my last tidbit and stuff like that. And I guess that kind of closes us up for Sakodin 1 Games Unbeaten. Yes, sir. I was, uh, I was uh, a little more beefier than I was expecting because I think we went into this episode, <laughs> we were both kind of unexperienced. But, well, not unexperienced, but I would say like we were kind of so far removed from, from Sakodin. That I was a little unsure where we're gonna go, but I, you know, I, I'm all yeah, fired up. Like I want to go play Sakodin. Like, like you gotta go get a PSP or something. Yeah, we gotta, like, we gotta uh, talk I about. I honestly want to get a, a Vita again, just to or fix mine, just to tackle this game again. Quick said, I, I was in the mood, man. I was, I was on a, I was on a roll, and it just got cut, got short. So it's definitely one where it's like, man, I, I once I get into that groove again, you know, you kind of want to keep going, for sure. So I'll, I'll do it. We're all, we're all, for me, if you do it, I'll do it. Okay. That's right. We're all going to do it. And then we, we, we need to start like a Discord chat group or something like that where it's like we all play these games together and we, we play them at the same time. We kind of like help, we encourage each other, like push each other. Yeah, it's that's, like, that's, that was the yeah beauty of, of yesteryear when we did that. You know, yeah. one of my favorite things was discussing these games and, and, and like I said, talking where we at or would you dig of this or strategy or how'd you beat them, you know, stuff like that. It was great. We got a, It's like a workout group where instead of like, you know, when you get all your friends together, you go for yeah. like a jog, you go exercise together to keep encouraging, encouraging each other to do it. We'll have to do like a video game workout group. It's like, oh, we're all going to play this game right now. Right, well, we'll get our video game games. So, all right, Paul, it was a pleasure talking to you today about Sui Coden. I'm fired up. I hope you're fired up, too. Um, anywhere on the social media links where our listeners can get a hold of you if they want to talk to you about Sukoden 2 or anything else, where can they find you? Oh, yeah, man. If you, I mean, anyone wants to hit me up about it or yell at me for not beating it, uh, yeah, look me up on uh, at Gungraves uh, everywhere. Just you know, spell out Gungraves, and I'll be there. And Yeah, let me know if... Uh, Twitter, Instagram, beating. everything is all gun grade. Instagram, I mean, I'm mostly on Twitter usually, a little bit on Instagram. Um, freaking probably Snapchat too. I think I'm on there. Ooh, yeah. Gonna, someone's gonna, someone's gonna, someone's gonna pay you for your private Snapchat later. Oh yeah, I, let me up for my uh, my page around. So, so they want to see your unbe- your games unbeaten. <laughs> yeah, it's very un- unimpressive. I'll tell you. <laughs> All right, Paul, and for my for myself, uh, I am I am now unified under one name. It's Ralph underscore Mans. That's R E L P H underscore M A N Z on Instagram and Twitter. And pretty soon, I will be rebranding my Twitch. So if you want to see me play games halfway and never beat them, follow me on Twitch. But right now, I'm currently on Twitch at Twitch.tv forward slash Brutendo. Um, for the show in general. 
Uh, you find us on facebook.com forward slash Brutendo or on Instagram at Brutendo and Twitter Brutendo. And if you have any emails, questions, or any suggestions on games you want us to talk about that maybe we've never been, that you've never been either, you can email us at podcast at brutendo.com. And I look forward to hearing from any of you guys. Uh, as of today, of July 14, 2020, we have hit our 200th listen. So we have 200, 200 times people hit listen. And what, I think you posted, what was that thing you said about the one person that clicked this for 10 seconds and then never heard us again? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it still counts if you uh, listen for five minutes and, and never listen again. So <laughs> we thank you. you. Yeah, we appreciate yeah, you guys. Right and we look forward to what started off as a little side project. We're hoping to keep it going and keep it going strong. And you have a good night, Paul. Take care. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And I will talk to you soon. And let's go beat some games. Bye, everybody. Bye.